0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of In These Times. I am a friendly able host the Juggernauts, and it's been a minute, so let's jump right in. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize to you all for kind of late Um post. Uh, Currently, I'm, I'm currently to write some an exams, and I had like a couple of exams back to back throughout um, from Monday to Thursday, so I didn't really have time to drop a recording. But anyway, without much further ado, let's jump right in. Um, the first thing I talk about actually is now, in light of the upcoming Flash movie, um, you know, of course, a lot of rumors are coming out about it being being a plan. Um, about it, it being a plan to basically rewrite the DCU and write Zack Snyder's DCU out of the universe and blah blah blah. We don't really know, but a report came out regarding Ben Affleck's kind of experience, I guess, while working on Justice League, the twenty seventeen version. Um, now, I mean, i I know Ben Affleck wasn't a popular, opi- um, a popular opinion or or, or choice for Batman. I actually enjoyed his own version of Batman. I liked the fact that it was this jaded, seasoned um, kind of broken Batman. You know, was over like 50 years old. He has seen it all. I know some people had issues with, with him killing. I thought it made sense. Like he was extremely aggressive and just ruthless you know because he's like i said he's getting older does he have time for like i mean fighting you know criminals for like 30 years would definitely do, do a turn on your psyche so i, I just saw, saw it you know, as him being more aggressive and less caring about collateral damage you know just because he was trying to get to a goal, and then encountering and the, seeing the superman this alien being now arrived just kind of made him feel even less significant anyway so he talked about his kind of horrible experience while working on Justice League, but this, it has to be noted that he wasn't saying that his, his horrible experience all stemmed from working on Justice League. Um, I mean, personally myself, I don't really, really get into the, the, the do's and don'ts of the, or the behind the scenes of a lot of actors personally, but when it starts to affect your movie role, then then I take interest. For example, Johnny Depp and the Fantastic Beasts, Beasts um, sequels, you know, he was replaced by with Matt Nicholson for the third movie in the Fantastic Beasts movies. But then, you know that was because his whole legal issue with amber heard and what have you is actually affecting his career um so yeah you know he was going through a messy divorce i remember i talked about ben affleck now people were going through a messy divorce divorce with jennifer garner at the time um he was i think it was also coping with alcoholism and things like that and then he talked about how his experience you know the fact that the movie you know snyder also had a bad experience working because he lost his daughter yeah, and just um it just bombed me out to hear this actually because like I, I know he's now officially I believe after his cameo or appearance in the upcoming flash movie, I believe he's done as Batman. I think he's gonna hang the cow permanently. I believe that that what he said anyway. And it kinda of bombs me out because I really enjoyed him. And a lot of people I not know this, but the before the Batman that's coming out starring Robert Patterson, which is directed by Matt Reeves, he was actually meant to direct his own well, it was actually meant to direct the follow-up, a follow-up solo Batman movie that has starred him as the current old older version of Batman unfortunately it did not come to fruition but I remember reading about the script some years back and oh dude, the concept was just was just mind-blowing because we're also going to feature Deathstroke who was going to be played by Joe Magigliano who obviously appeared as Deathstroke in I believe the post-credit scene for Justice League? I think it was the post yeah and he also appeared in the Zack Snyder Cut I thought he looks really good as Deathstroke. My goodness, man, I was so bummed out. I couldn't get to see him. So it was going to feature, he was going to be like a a main antagonist in the movie and it was going to take me to the second asylum where other inmates are let out. And it was going to be a a kind of um, physical and psychological torture of Batman. I thought that concept was so good, especially especially with the jaded Batman that has just seen too much. And he's just, you know, he had enough of being kind of cautious and things like that but it's just kind of sad we don't get to see that but you know i'm definitely looking forward to the batman oh dude the trailers have been so phenomenal the score already by michael giacciano is just off already blown my mind so I'm, i'm really looking forward to that and i really hope the movie delivers all right moving on man okay we seem to be in this kind of world of um you know now covid is still a thing obviously the omicron variant kind of rose and it's kind of Causing a lot of um, upheaval. Like, for example, you know, movies being pushed, movies being delayed, cinemas closing down. It's kind of a bummer because of the amount of damage kind of wrecked on the theater business last year. So, in latest re- news, um, this upcoming Pixar movie called Turning Red, which I actually saw the trailer, I thought was pretty delightful. The thing is, this Pixar, in my opinion, can really do no wrong. I mean, even their quote unquote um, worst offerings are still better than most movies and I, I really enjoyed soul and Luca last year ah such so great movies man and of course for most of that i don't know those movies um, did not come out in the cinema unfortunately disney decided to release those movies on their, on their streaming platform disney plus and this, this is one of the kind of deterrents to disney plus especially when it's a movie that was created for the cinema that gets thrown to disney plus as opposed to a movie that was made for disney plus the issue was is the fact that you know first of all there were already promotional materials commercials for the movie to show up movie in the in the theaters which means cinemas are already taking up ad space by putting those posters there you know and then you hear that the movie doesn't come out so it's a loss for the movies for the cinemas then also a loss in box office revenue obviously for the studio and for the um, um even for the creators and then furthermore i believe that knocks those movies out of contention with um academy award nominations i'm not too sure on that but i believe it does because those movies don't show in the cinema uh i don't know if that's guaranteed because i mean documentaries and some shorts animated shows don't show up in the cinemas too but i don't know if feature length films not appearing in the cinemas would be deterrent from the movie being selected for consideration at the oscars so there's a lot of, a lot of like kind of you know bad things or or negative things associated with Taking a movie that was meant to be showing the cinemas and putting it on, on, on this on streaming. Now, understandably so, the you know, a lot of Pixar and empl- em, staff members are upset with Turning Red being the third movie of theirs that will be shifted. Now I think I understand why Luca and Luca and um, so were initially shifted then. I mean, at that time that was the peak of, of Corona and things were really, really um dire. So I understand their their frustration, although on the on the flip side seeing I believe Encanto when it dropped it didn't really make as much as you would have obviously in the cinemas unfortunately so I, I think I understand their pressure from Disney. But I really wish I was really hoping this movie would because I mean this like I said the third time in a row, it's not the first time not the second this is the third time in a row and I can imagine me as a Pixar employee getting very disgruntled because of this kind of like you know the double standard because um Ryan the last dragon and encounter which are Disney animation studios projects got the cinema treatment so it feels like uh, a partial treatment and i can imagine how frustrated i would be if also i was um what do you call it a pixar employee so um i don't really know how to feel about this man like i said on the on, on disney's side i could see why they considered doing that although I, I still feel they should have pushed the movie instead of just outrightly decided to release it i mean the movie was going to come out in march i believe i can imagine i've been seeing this movie already on posters uh everywhere around my my cinema it's ads and everything for it so it's it's a real bummer it's a loss to the cinema it's a pot- potential loss <clears throat> to the creators of the movie themselves maybe in the talks of like Oscar contention and there's obviously a box office loss too and apart from our pirates is not a big deal because once this movie releases on streaming it becomes available for pirates to kind of spread about and we have got reports of black people losing so much money additional money that it lost which is a no-brainer i mean there's a reason why Warner Brothers um day and date release which was re- releasing movies on hbo max and the cinema at the same time while none of them did well apart from Dune. and the only reason why Dune did that well I-, I believe is because it came out a whole month in europe where there's no hbo max to be honest every other one flopped which is really sad i mean the suicide squad pain me the most because i love that movie so much and the movie flopped massively i mean the movie was never gonna do like billion a billion or 900 million obviously i mean it's r rated and <clears throat> it's coming off you know it, the the more inferior suicide squad, the very suicide squad. But I, I believe that movie would have done significantly better if only got the cinema treatment. Once it's out for streaming, people feel less inclined to go to the cinemas because available to download on, 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 on from the internet and things like that. So yeah, that, that's a huge bummer, I, mean, I really hope they they fix this up and um, don't do this other stuff because if Pixar decides to, so, I mean, I, don't, I doubt if they can really revolt per se against Disney, who's like their yeah parents company but i won't be surprised if a lot of pixar employees start working out and that would be a huge loss man because i mean i've said it time and time and again pixar is one of the best not just animation um studios film studios one of the best film studios ever seriously like all their movies are hits oh man like even the ones that you might say i know a lot of people don't like the good dragon the good dinosaur i actually enjoyed that and i still think it was a was that Pixar? I'm not too sure anymore. But yeah, I mean, the most common one is Cars, obviously. Um, Cars 2 and Cars 3, which are not great movies, but they're still, mildly, they're still you know, wildly enjoyable. So, um, what do you guys think about the, though, about, um, returning red going to streaming? Um, I really, I knew this movie's was going to be good, but I'm not ju- the only thing is, I'm not sure if it's going to be, if that makes it ineligible for Oscar consideration anymore, now that it's not in the theaters. But anyway, I really hope the, This, the the whole Umlokon variant and the the COVID scares go down so that movies don't get thrown into streaming anymore. All right, moving on. Oh man, this is one of my favorite movies I've watched in recent years. Um, so Hell or High High Water, it's a kind of um, it's a drama, you know, it's a, it's a, a, I would say it's a drama set like in a small town, has kind of like Western sensibilities to it, stars, um, Spine and one of one of the narrated actors in the current generation, Ben Foster, in the lead role, and I believe Jeff Bridges was also in the movie as well. Uh, such a good movie, man. So the, the major synopsis is the fact that there are two brothers that rob a bank and you know to you know to use the money to save their dying um I think their dying business or something. Then they are of course they are they are robbery goes awry and then they are the hotels of of the four of the police. Yeah, under on, on the, on the, on the um, they're being pursued by the police and things like that. But it's such a nice drama, it's such a very personal, well acted movie, well directed as well. I believe Taylor Sheridan directed it, and that name was probably familiar with you. Taylor Sheridan was the same person, I believe he wrote Sicario. Uh, I don't know if he directed *Hell on High Water* or just wrote it. I, I'm mixing that up. But anyway, he's the one that created the Yellowstone, um, the popular Yellowstone TV series, and also *1883*. I mean, this guy is actually is a wicked, wickedly talented writer, and I believe, uh, and also really good director. But why do I bring this up, actually? So there's been reports that *Hell on High Water* TV series is in the works at Fox. Now, um, first of all, of course typically i would be like very distraught with this kind of news because you know i believe some movies just are good to exist on their own and i feel like on i watch one of those movies that just ex- it just excels as being a singular entity but that being said i mean if the sheridan should turn into either produce or work in it i would be interested and additionally to be honest um i feel the story can actually be evolved to encompass an entire town you know something done maybe like a limited series similar to me of this town where it just covers, um, you know, the day-to-day living of certain characters and how they get by with life, and focusing on desperation to make something out of themselves in a small town. I think that could be really interesting, and that could really work. Uh, but for now, we don't really know what the plan is. But all we know that there's a TV series plan. There's not no showrunner has been announced. Um, well, we know it's going to be at Fox, and um, no, you know, we don't. Know, no cast members have been announced either. But I really hope to share it and works on it as well. Because so far, he's been really, really good with most of the work she has been writing and producing. I really hope to see him him stretch his hands here as well. All right, moving forward. Um, Yeah, so a lot of you know that I actually enjoyed most of Hawkeye at least the beginning. I didn't really like the finale, but I thought all in all was a pretty decent TV series. But but unfortunately, uh, my least right part of it though was I mean, I, I don't hate character. But I just felt she wasn't as interesting as it set out to be, and the fact that she was meant to get her own spin off even makes me more worrisome. And I'm talking about Echo, of course. Um, play, the name of the character is Maya Lopez. And um, the thing is, this I did not hit her character, like I said. She saved her purpose. I mean, even her backstory being explained and things was actually interesting. But I didn't find her interesting enough to want to actually be excited for her own TV series spin off. Now, unlike Agatha Harkness, which I think was a great character in WandaVision, Vision, when they announced her spin off, I mean i was like intrigued at at the very least because i was actually fascinated i I still think it's it's an unnecessary spin-off but i'm definitely interested obviously um but with 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 echo i'm not really man i didn't really find anything that interesting about her but of course that doesn't mean that look you know me i'm 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 a a huge mcu fanboy once the movie drops sorry the tv series drops i'm definitely gonna check it out but what i find really interesting about the news the fact that the writers of the book the Netflix Dead, Dead Punisher series are coming to write some of the episodes. I believe some, yeah, some of the episodes. This kind of makes me um, intrigued and interested a bit more now. Um, now, Of course, a lot of rumors are circulating of Kingpin reprising his role, and I'm pretty sure he would. I don't know if would bring him all the way into this Hawkeye finale just to kill him off. Uh, I, I doubt he's dead. Look, his he's, 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 he's movie trope one. anyone that is shot or killed off screen is not dead until it's confirmed so the only thing i'll get more excited to be honest is if daredevil shows up in the series i probably even punish himself because uh dude I'm, I'm a huge fan of all those netflix shows i miss them a lot and if the writing style of these netflix shows can come over into echo I'm definitely intrigued. You know, I, I now I know they can't deal on, they can't deal with some a lot of more graphic or mature things like they do on the Netflix TV series, but that doesn't mean they can't tell compelling stories. I'm I'm still bummed that we had a, handled Kingpin in Hawkeye finale. I, I thought it just made him too of an, an exaggerated version of himself. Uh, it just became this tank crake, this you know this tank um, of, of a man just taking it eating 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 explosions and cars like it was nothing. You know losing that suave complicated sophistication that he had in netflix and then i mean running the um tracksuit track mafia jeez i was just i don't know don't, don't let me go on a little tirade there but yeah i'm definitely going to be interested in the echo series a bit more now knowing that some of the writers from the dead devil and punisher series are on it because I, I really like those shows and i hope they can bring those sensibilities into it and i really hope to see a cameo appearance from either any of those characters. Now, I doubt the Punisher is going to be coming to the MCU anytime soon, to be honest. Apart from the fact that the character is very steeped in violence and a lot of, you know, graphic um, violence, the character of the Punisher himself, the logo, has unfortunately been usurped by a certain, you know, extremist group that is kind of making it questionable now. So, you know, only time will tell and we'll see how things go, but let me me know what you guys think. Do you actually care about the Echo series? I know some people are actually looking forward to it. I, for one, am not, per se, but I'm obviously open to getting my mind blown how good it's gonna be let me know your guys things in the comment section below and as always guys take care of yourself take care of your family and stay tuned and take care <laughs>